Get ready to listen, learn, and earn CE hours. This podcast features content from an accredited CE activity provided by Calibri Healthcare. Visit EliteLearning.com slash podcasts for accreditation and disclosure statements and instructions on how you may be able to earn CE credits. Yeah, I think the curiosity is so important. I think in order to be successful in anything, you have to have a level of curiosity. Um, so you need to be curious in perspectives, um, understanding biases, you know, really getting to that trust and building that credibility. But if you're not curious and you just walk in and out of a situation, you know, there's no improvement going on. There's no, um, you know, you're not growing at any level. So the curiosity piece is really important to your personal and your professional success. Welcome to part two of our podcast series, Building Your Own Credibility on and Off the Team. Joining us again are Kathy Scott and Bridget Sirikis, co-authors of Stupid Gone Viral. Welcome back, ladies. Thank you. Good to be here. here. I'm Leanna McGuire, your host for this series. And today we're talking about trust, how trust contributes to your credibility on and off the team. So let's start off by talking about... um, what does trust need? What do you need in order to gain trust? Ooh, you need a lot more than what people are getting today. It sounds like we, we have a workforce oh, yeah. that's really hurting and and um, not trusting those above them or even a lot of their colleagues because of all oh, the polarization we have uh, experienced over oh. the last few years. So, yeah, it, it's going to take um, some uh, different ways of behaving and relating to get trust back into the workplace. Um, and one of those is just uh, humility uh, as a leader um, or a coworker. It's, it's, it's coming forward as someone who wants to understand the situation and others um, in the situation and, and admitting I'm, I don't have all the answers. We we need to work together. It's it's a humility that's really important. Yeah, and I think um, today, especially as Kathy was mentioning, that is so important. I and mean, when leaders come in, um, your one ups come in, and they think that they they know everything. Um, it can be so off putting to so many because people really want to relate. They want to find something meaningful in their work. And they're looking to their supervisors and others to help them, you know, gain a little bit of that clarity. Uh, so I think that that's so important. And in building trust, you really have to go there. You you can't be the one that comes in um, saying, you know, hey, uh, I I got all the answers. Just do what I tell you. Uh, nobody nobody's nobody wants that these days. Plus, nobody believes it. Right. I mean, Correct. who who has right. all the answers? Not, not in that basic um, complex day. Uh uh-uh. uh. There's just, no way. No. Do it. No. no. Yeah. It's it it just sounds it just it just screams my way or the highway, basically. But is, Bridget is what reminded that does. me of the story. Um and we talked a little bit in the last one about um supplies and, and supply management and working with clinicians and being a, a former chief nursing officer uh for many, many years. I, I remember this one and um, scenario where they changed all the gloves out in the organization and they didn't really get feedback from the nurses. 
uh, or the physicians, but um, these were the everyday gloves, not the sterile. And I, I, I kept hearing complaints from nurses, and I kept trying to ignore that and think, come on, you know, these are significantly cheaper. So one, one day I finally went out and rounded and um which i did routinely but i was out rounding and the nurses see me and they're like all over the gloves like hate these gloves <laughs> and i'm like look you guys like what can be so bad and they flip them on and hand fingers went right through the end of the gloves they were so thin and they said we're oh. using three times as many gloves <laughs> because they're so crappy that wasn't really their words but close enough but and I immediately got it and and I had to apologize and 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 say wow didn't know that I I heard you but I didn't really hear you oh. and we we got to go back and look at this and and we did but um that's just you know I I wanted to defend the decision but at the same time you couldn't and um so we yeah. ended up going through a process where we involved the people who wore the gloves and that's great there's a thought and uh, came up with a different solution what a great yeah, example no, that, that's so yeah. great yeah well you know there's always one um in hospitals they love to do this because people when they when they try to cut costs they always love to cut the the ply and the toilet paper there's nothing worse in this world than to cut the ply and the toilet paper right i mean you can find nothing. you can find efficiencies elsewhere but um just uh, got to add a little levity We, we knew that yeah, during the that, pandemic. You're absolutely right. Yeah, we had to do that during the <laughs> pandemic at our house. Not a big hit, but <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay, both good examples. Uh, no, that that really is. That's key is right. to really listen and not just defend your position for the sake of defending the position. You know what Correct. I mean? I guess that's what we're talking about by humility is just you know admitting. Yeah, that's what does it does it. Yeah. Does empathy play a part in this? Oh, yes. Um, you know, empathy is, a lot of people think of empathy as sympathy. It is not. I want to I want to be right. clear. Um, and empathy is really connecting to that feeling below the surface and, and understanding um, the situation that they're in, that they're experiencing. It might be different for you, but they truly are experiencing something in a certain way. And and when you're able to do that, um, which, you know, in, in the glove story, uh, I was pretty able to get there pretty fast, um, yeah. having been a bedside nurse for a long time. But how frustrating that would be and how senseless that would seem and how angry they were getting about that. I mean, it didn't take, you know, too much uh, emotional competence to pick up on that, but Empathy is really important, and, and it's important for us to, do, to think about intentionally being empathetic. That We call that cognitive empathy, but it's saying, I'm, I'm really going to try to get into your experience and understand it. Very important. Yeah, I think that's a, the beauty of rounding, too, right. because um, that's so helpful. You can walk in their shoes for a moment, for 30 minutes, for an hour, and it can completely change your perspective, which is really helpful. I mean, you, you um, quite often get caught up in the busyness of the day to just step out and partner with them or, you know, take that step back and go back to when um, you 
were in those front lines and did that. Um, you know, it really, uh, it's humbling. Uh, and it also allows you to project that empathy, which I think is so important. And they, you know, your team, they, they love that. They relate to that. They respond to that. Absolutely. So empathy really is, again, separate from sympathy, is I can relate to this situation from an experience that I've had in the past, or at least I can try and put myself in your position if I haven't experienced it myself, right? So... Yeah, and but it, it's also, you are correct, but it's also um, knowing that you're, you're going to experience things differently than me. So just the fact, I'm going to say that I'm, I'm a white female who's been in the profession for a long time and I'm in a position of power, quote unquote, as a leader, um, I'm going to experience people and situations very differently than you. I mean, how many times have you watched someone interact? I, I always pay attention to how people treat my assistant when they come in the office. And if they are disrespectful there, like, wow. And then they come in to see me and they're a whole different person. That's what I'm talking about. So that, sure. that cognitive empathy is, is recognizing that we are we are different people and in different roles and have different experiences and i need to pay attention to yours i need to hear what you're saying to me about your experience and understand that better it's very different right absolutely yeah absolutely this ties in a little bit to the humility well a lot to the humility piece as well um because if you're being humble, it creates trust, which, right? Am I right? I'm thinking of it. Let me give you, I'll give you an example of, I had a leader several years ago who lost his temper. Um, it was just a really bad day. And my simple question was the straw, right? That he was, it was, yeah, he was at the end of his rope and, and lost his temper. Uh, so, you know, I, somebody gave me the example of a credibility piggy bank. So coins either go in or come out. And I took a whole bunch out because I thought, you know, I had the old, this guy's a, you know, I don't, I can't work here. You know, I had the whole night shift was that. And the next morning he came in and said, you know, I, I didn't handle that situation very well last night. And he explained why and said, can we start over? And, um, and that credit, the trust and the credibility, but that level of humility created a level of trust in me where I thought, okay, I can trust this guy to do the right thing if, uh, if he loses it, right? Uh, so I don't know. I was just trying to tie the two together, but I think that's a pretty good example too. Wow. I think that's a great example. Yeah. You know, it being was willing great. to say, yeah. I was an idiot or I behaved badly or, you know, and to apologize and huge um, and and work on and then bring it back to let's try this again i like that it's one thing you know there's some people they could apologize and keep doing it um yeah uh, but the 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 fact was we are all human and we will all do dumb things and so to be able to apologize and and then correct the situation or try to correct the situation is is a great example of humility right and credibility yeah. I, I think it's that that uh, as you mentioned kathy that human aspect which is so important you know sometimes we forget that we're all humans we're not widgets um and we'll we'll mess up 
Yeah, but um, it's it's important to own it when we do mess up and uh, and and show that show that empathy that you just talked about. And asking questions, right? Like you with the glove example, like really well, getting I, in there and finding out what the issue is instead of just oh, you know, like I don't I don't want to hear this. That's a really big piece of this, isn't it? It is, and and again, it took me too long on that one, but. Um, uh, to to ask questions that are not yes no questions. Do you like the gloves? No. <laughs> um, Good point. Yeah. Right. So you want to ask open ended questions that that help you have a better understanding of the situation. And and when you ask those kinds of questions, there's more energy and people want to talk to you about it, which which is always good. So you know questions like. Um, what happens um, when, you know, people different, because they were one size fits all. Is this happening with everyone? Tell me more about when this has happened to you. Uh, so ask with curiosity and, um, and you know, to, to get more information and get people to share their stories. That definitely deepens trust. And oh, wow. it certainly gives you information to make decisions from. Yeah, I think the curiosity is so important. I think in order to be successful in anything, you have to have a level of curiosity. Um, so you need to be curious in perspectives, um, understanding biases, you know, really getting to that trust and building that credibility. But if you're not curious and you just walk in and out of a situation, yeah, there's no improvement going on. There's no, um, you know, you're not growing at any level. So the curiosity piece is really important to your personal and your professional success. And then, and then you can take that information. So say you're a supervisor, for, you know, uh, um, middle manager, which those are tough positions. Uh -huh. um, you're, you're getting beat up by your staff on a particular issue. So if you can, it's... So often we shut down like, well, that's what they said we have to do. So we're going to have to do it versus asking. I encourage people to ask those expansive questions to get more information um, and then to present what they're learning to the people who made those decisions. It's it's really powerful. It's one thing to say everybody hates them. It's another thing to say, <laughs> here's the problems my team is experiencing. And wow, that really gets people's attention. And and so ask those questions and then take that information forward. That's leadership. Uh -huh. Yeah, I think you get two for the price of one. You get the what and the why, yeah. uh, which is really important. You know, you're not being left with, okay, this is the what, but now I still have all these other questions around that as to the why. So um, as Kathy mentioned, when you can give both of those, that's that's that adds to your credibility. That's a really good point. And I love that you mentioned the fact that that's leadership because you don't have to have the title of a leader to be a leader. That's not that's not uh, the definition. It's anyone who has um, an influence on other people can be a leader. And this is very influential. Yeah, it, it really yeah. impresses me when, uh -huh. when people who are, uh, I'll say, at the point of service, they're delivering the care, they're in the trenches. When they take the time to frame something up so that those uh, around them can better understand an issue, it's really powerful. That is leadership, and and we, we need more of that. We need that from 
everyone, you know, in the workplace because there's so much going on and it's so complex. We're never going to understand it without those kinds of conversations. Wow, that's so powerful. Yeah. Well, and that's when people really listen. Yeah. When you can provide them with complete information, um, they really do tune in, yeah. you know, otherwise quite often they just hear it as, oh, it's just another complaint or someone saying something, you know, negative, whatever it may have been. But if you can really frame it appropriately, people will listen, your credibility will grow, and they'll also be more inclined to have you on their teams for future projects because they know that you have that ability to kind of cut through it all and really give them the, the full story. So that's really important. Yeah. And I would think that um, how you communicate that is important as well. Okay, it really know, does. Can't, yeah, it can't yeah. be see, you know, I'm sick of these gloves and here's the proof, you know, put right. a piece of paper on the table. It has right. to be, I would think on a professional level. And Cost analysis will, always it works will well. certainly yeah, help you um, <laughs> move the issue along for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Wow. This is really good information. Although I do appreciate a good cost analysis. I have yeah, to say, I, yeah so. I was just I was just thinking that, you yeah. know, if they could just prove say. that they if they're, you know, you're <laughs> using three pairs of gloves for a procedure that you used to use one on, then that's going to that's going to raise some attention. Right. There's absolutely, you know, no doubt about that. Well, we actually did go back and look at the volume of gloves being used and could see very clearly that it had increased significantly. I don't remember the number, but we got there. Wow, there you, there you go. There you go. I knew you would. <laughs> I, I had no doubt. Makes yeah. me think of those paper towels, you know, in women's restrooms or I'm assuming men's where it spits out this much paper and you end up doing it four or five times. I'm thinking this is not yeah, healthy. Right. It's not healthy. Uh, yeah. I also, ha I had a little giggle when you said open-ended questions, because every time I hear that, I think NCLEX, you know, it was always the, the answer was always, how do you feel about that? That's when you knew you had the right answer. No. <laughs> of course, that's, I've, it's been a while since I wrote mine, so I'm just assuming no, no, my, that my it's favorite, still the same way. My favorite time of stupid questions, as I call them, is, is after a sports event where they're interviewing, say, the losing oh, quarterback, and they say, how do you help. feel? I, I, I'm always waiting for that guy to slug the, the person. Yeah, I know. That's I know. Yeah. How do you think I feel? Uh, anyway. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, this is a really important topic, is trust. And I think sometimes uh, leaders oftentimes aren't aware that their actions are... Uh, affecting the trust level and their credibility. And that could be, you know, uh, giving short, uh, curt answers to people or not looking up. Could we talked about eye contact and listening in, uh, in our last um, part, our last section of this podcast series, the first one, and how important it is to really pay attention. All of those little things lead to trust and credibility. Am I, am I right on that? Yeah, they all tie for, in. For sure. And, uh -huh. and, I've said this before, but we need to remember the higher you are in the organization, the more the information gets filtered on its way to you. So if uh, you yes. really believe and wow. know that and believe that, then you've got to find ways to get good information because you're not. And and nobody wants to, you know, well, some people want to deliver bad news, but um, there, it's, you're not going to hear the full story. And Bridget and I always talk about keeping it real. You know, how do you keep yeah, it real right. as a leader and get real information? It's important wow. to build yeah. trust. Yeah. 
That's such a good point. Yeah. Wow. I think it's also good to um, really go down in many levels in the organizations. We also we often call that skip level meetings, but having those kinds of meetings because people, you know, at different levels will make sure that they're telling you the truth. Uh, and, um, you know, and they love those opportunities because they believe you care. And so when you're in those kinds of conversations, you know, that that intentional listing listening is so important because they're going to tell you a lot. Yeah. And they, and it won't be filtered. No, no, that's a good no. point. <laughs> but right. you got to, I, I kind of hold my breath and those like, all right, hit me with your best shot. Yeah. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's coming. Right. But yeah, that, that's a big piece of trust. So that's, that's, wow, what a great topic. Okay. Well, uh, thank you so much for joining us again. We'll look forward to speaking with you in the next a section of this podcast series when we'll come back and speak about risk. And thanks to everyone for listening. Please explore all of the other wonderful learning experiences on EliteLearning.com. There's so much to learn on here. And I'm Leanna McGuire for Elite Learning at Calibri Healthcare. We'll see you next time. This podcast featured content from an accredited CE activity provided by Calibri Healthcare. Visit EliteLearning.com slash podcasts for accreditation and disclosure statements and instructions on how you may be able to earn CE credits. Take your learning to the next level by subscribing to more podcasts on compelling healthcare topics.